Good evening and welcome to our Champaign City Council meeting for January 17th, 2023. I'd like to call this meeting to order. I invite you to join me for a moment of silence followed by the pledge. Please call the roll. Councilmember Fulmer? Here. Gladney? Present. Inigas? Here. Kyles? Here. Pianfetti? Here. Williams? Beck? Here. Bruno? Here. Mayor Finan? I am also here. We have approval of our minutes. Madam Mayor, I move that we approve the minutes of December 20th, 2022 regular council meeting. Second. Is there any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Do we have any correspondence? No. All right. So we have several public hearings. Uh, the first is for the approval of the redevelopment plan and project for the designation of the Garden Hills Tax Increment Finance Redevelopment Project Area in the City of Champaign. I wish to open this public hearing. The purpose of the public hearing is to provide an opportunity for all persons or taxing bodies interested in or affected by the Garden Hills Tax Increment Financing District and redevelopment project area to express their views. The area for the proposed tax increment finance district is generally described as being bounded by Interstate 74 on the north, Mattis Avenue and Parkland Court on the west, and Harris Avenue on the east, and Bradley Avenue on the south. The purpose of the proposed TIF district is to provide for the implementation of economic development and redevelopment strategies that benefit the city and its residents to provide public infrastructure improvements necessary to promote growth, to encourage positive and feasible redevelopment of vacant sites and or underutilized facilities, to strengthen the property tax base of the city and overlapping tax districts, to create new jobs and retain existing jobs for area residents, to coordinate all redevelopment in the city in a comprehensive manner, avoiding adjacent land use conflicts and adverse community impacts, and to create a cooperative partnership between the city and private redevelopment entities to promote the public good. The notice of this public hearing was sent by first class mail and certified mail as stipulated by the TIF Act to all property taxpayers of record in the proposed TIF. All residents of the proposed TIF and the properties within 750 feet of the proposed district, and it was sent on Monday, December 26, 2022. It was also published on Friday, December 30, 2022, and Friday, January 6, 2023, in the News Gazette. In accordance with the TIF Act, a copy of the redevelopment plan was filed with the city clerk's office and made available for public inspection on September 26, 2022, and placed on the city's website for inspection. 
If anyone desires to express his or her views regarding the proposed TIF district, please come forward and be recognized. Seeing none, oh, do we have somebody? Great. Oh, yeah, I just read them in the order they were in my book. for being the smallest person in the no, You are fine. Please <laughs> state your name yes. and city of residence for the record. Yes. My name is Eric Schwalm, S-C-H-W-A-L-M, 2006 Garden Hills Drive, Champaign. Um, I speak tonight in support of the TIF funding for this project. I think this is a project that we have discussed over and over again in our neighborhood meetings as being long overdue and now with the possibility of PIF funding with allocated funds or reallocated funds that this will expedite the process so that we can get that neighborhood um, in ship shape, turned around and everything. Um, I also would like to conjunctively speak to, uh, as I previously, previously discussed with City, City Manager David, of a situation in that neighborhood in which the school district um, has uh, in the past prevented me from getting to a doctor's appointment as previously discussed with her regarding uh, the gridlock in, in that area where I live at. The residents uh, in that neighborhood have a difficult time should there be any uh, first responders or any kind of emergency equipment that needs to be moved in there because of the situation with the school and my address to the council is it's going to be a lot worse when they go to uh, seven, six through eight grades. So they will have K through eight at that school uh, coming up very shortly. So my request is that the council not only approve any TIF funding that can, comes along, but also be aware of the situation that south of Bloomington Road is going to be a, a gridlock, a real major headache. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else who wishes to speak to this issue? Okay, seeing none, I now declare this public hearing closed. Thank you for your comments. And our next one, well, at least the next one that's in my pile, is the approval of the amended redevelopment plan and project for the North Campus Town Tax Increment Finance Redevelopment Project area in the city of Champaign. I wish to open this public hearing. The purpose of this public hearing is to provide an opportunity for all persons or taxing bodies interested in or affected by this amendment to the North Campus Town Tax Increment Financing District and redevelopment project area to express their views. The purpose of the proposed amended tax increment finance district is generally described, the proposed area is generally described as being bounded by the Norfolk Southern Railroad tracks on the north, a meandering line along 2nd, 3rd, and 4th streets on the east, Springfield Avenue on the south, and the Canadian National Railroad tracks on the west. The purpose of the proposed TIF district is to provide for the implementation of economic development and redevelopment strategies that benefit the city and its residents, to provide public infrastructure improvements necessary to promote growth and to encourage positive and feasible redevelopment of vacant sites or underutilized facilities. 
to strengthen the property tax base of the city and overlapping tax districts and to create new jobs and retain existing jobs for area residents. To coordinate all redevelopment in the city in a comprehensive manner, avoiding adjacent land use conflicts and adverse community impacts, and to create a cooperative partnership between the city and private redevelopment entities to promote the public good. The notice of this public hearing was sent by first class mail and certified mail as stipulated by the TIF Act to all the property record, taxpayers of record in the proposed TIF, all residents of the proposed TIF and all properties within 750 feet of the proposed district on Monday, December 26, 2022. It was published on Friday, December 30th, 2022 and Friday, January 6, 2023 in the News Gazette in accordance with the TIF Act. A copy of the redevelopment plan was filed with the city clerk's office and made available for public inspection on September 26, 2022 and placed on the city's website for inspection. If anyone desires to express his or her views regarding the proposed TIF district, Please come forward and be recognized. Seeing no one, I declare this public hearing closed. And finally, we have a public hearing for the City of Champaign Stormwater Quality Program. I'd like to open this public hearing. The purpose of this public hearing is to provide an opportunity for all persons interested in commenting on the adequacy of the City of Champaign Stormwater Quality Program. An annual public hearing is a requirement of the national, City's National Pollutant Discharge Elimination Systems Permit, NPDES, which is administered by the Illinois EPA. The NPDES permit and the last five stormwater quality annual reports are posted on the city's website. The annual reports describe the control measures the city uses to enhance and improve stormwater runoff before it is released to the waters of the state of Illinois. Notice of this public hearing was published on January 8th, 2023 in the News Gazette. If anyone desires to express their views regarding this program, please come forward and be recognized. Seeing no one, I will let you know that people who are interested in making written comments on the program must do so no later than 10 days after this meeting. Written comments may be directed to Alex Nodge at the City of Champaign Public Works Department, 702 Edgebrook Drive, Champaign, Illinois, 61820. I now declare this public hearing closed. All right. Madam Mayor, I move that we consolidate Council Bill number 2023-002 and Council Bill number 2023-003. Second. All those in favor of consolidation signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Please call the first two Council Bills. Council Bill number 2023-002, an ordinance amending section 2-257.4, 2-257.5, 2-320.2, and sections 25.5-11B of the Champaign Municipal Code 1985 as amended. 
Council Bill Number 2023-003, an ordinance amending the annual budget for the general fund. The purpose of the first council bill is to amend the Champaign Municipal Code to authorize the city manager to approve the hiring of additional firefighters above the limit set by the position control report and designate the city manager as the appointing authority for appointments and promotions to various positions in the police and fire. The purpose of the second council bill is to amend the fiscal year 22-23 annual budget for the general fund. The proposed budget amendment recommends $2,242,800 increase in expenditures and $1,400,000 increase to the general fund reserve. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this issue? Council comment? Anybody? <coughs> I just want to thank the city manager and staff for proactively addressing this issue and getting in front of it. I appreciate your hard work. Uh, with that, will the clerk please call the roll? Councilmember Fulmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Inigas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Councilmember passes 8 to 0. Councilmember Pianfetti? Madam Mayor, I move that we consolidate Council Bill Number 2023-004 and Council Bill Number 2023-005. Second. All those in favor of consolidation signify by saying aye. 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 Pose same sign. Motion carries. Please call both bills. Council Bill Number 2023-004, a resolution authorizing the city manager to purchase temporary emergency housing for displaced tenants of the Champaign Park Apartments. Council Bill Number 2023-005, an ordinance amending the annual budget for the general fund. The purpose of the first council bill is to authorize the city manager to purchase purchase temporary emergency housing for displaced tenants of the Champaign Park Apartments for a total not to exceed $350,000. The purpose of the second council bill is to amend the fiscal year 22-23 annual budget for the general fund to increase expenditures by $447,164 to cover the costs associated with temporary housing. The budget amendment includes $97,164 of costs associated with prior emergency purchases relating to Champaign Park apartments that were approved administratively and the request not to exceed of the total of $350,000 listed in the first council bill. Are there any technical questions? Councilmember Gladney. So, I have a few. I'm not sure who in staff is going to be answering those, but... Um... Just, I kind of want to just go through this, um, partly so maybe folks who are um, watching or uh, and may not be as familiar with it can get a, a good handle on it. But I just want to confirm. So we were first alerted to this in, in November. Was that correct? Um, in mid-October, mid -October, a few okay. tenants complained about lack of heat. All right. So there are... Okay, how many apartment buildings are in this? How many buildings are in this apartment complex? There's 42 buildings. Each has 12 units, so a total of 504 apartments. Okay. 
And so in our packet, it says that as of January 4th, 26 of those 42 buildings have been condemned. Is that correct? Yes. So January 4th was almost two weeks ago. Has there been any change in that number? Um, yes, there have been more condemnations. A few lifted, but more condemnations as well. And can you just def- can you define um, what does condemned mean, in, in, particularly in this, I guess, in this context? Sure. In this situation, we're speaking about people that have no heat or they have no water or they have no hot water or any combination of those three items. Those were then eligible for the uh, what's in the um, council bill tonight. And I know this is in our packet, but just can uh, how, how many people who have come from the condemned buildings slash units um, have been rehomed and how many are still like in hotel rooms and whatnot? Um, as of tonight, according to our records, um, we have housed 65 people, uh, 65 households, I'm sorry, in hotels. 14 have left the hotels for a variety of reasons. Um, 51 are in the hotel. 51 are in the hotel as of tonight, um, and approximately 92 households are in condemned. The records that we have showed that those were occupied units as of the end of October, and we have not rehoused them, so they may be still living at the property. Uh, Okay, thanks. Anybody else have technical questions? Councilmember Fulmer. So I, I just wanted to clarify. So um, it, it, it does note that we will request reimbursement from the property owner. What, what does that look like? I mean, um, they're unable to supply folks with suitable living conditions. So how uh, can, can you walk me through that a little bit? Yes, so uh, there was an order entered by the court that condemned those units that was uh, described earlier. And as part of the order, uh, the judge allowed us, the city, to request reimbursement for expenses that we uh, incur in rehousing displaced tenants. So as long as the costs are reasonable, um, there will be another hearing for us to seek reimbursement for those costs. Anyone else? All right. If anyone in the audience wishes to address this issue, please step forward, state your name and city of residence, and please limit your comments to five minutes or less. Anybody? Okay, seeing none, council comment. Council Member Kyles. I think this is uh, a culmination of... Um, power and uh, let scratch that I want to thank the uh, the when we talk about the issues and issues like this that have happened uh, for years right um, I think this like people coming forward to the city council and then I think the city uh, staff taking action which I know that there's a lot of things that have been happening behind the scenes uh, for a while as far as getting us to this point. Um, I think it's a big deal. I think it's a great deal to have. I'll be supporting this, obviously. Um, A council that supports this because 
in some places when um, if this were to happen, you just you're just out there. You're just out there. Like this separates us from uh, a lot of different communities. Um, and I think that it's important um, for us to recognize that as far as uh, working to ensure that property owners um, take care of their property, no different than a, than a business taking care of it, a business. I think that those are the things that we're going to continue to move forward and look at and look to. But I think this is a big deal. I know there's a lot of work being, that's been done behind the scenes. And uh, I think it's one of the, the turning points is people coming and just saying, hey, this is what's happening, this is what's going on, and with your support, plus the support of just taking action, um, it's not good that people are displaced. It's not good that people don't, you know, have heat and water and they pay for those things. The good news and the good part is that we're working to, uh, this is a first step, I think, in, in ensuring that um, Property owners know that this is, you got to take care of your people. So I'll be supporting this bill. Anyone else? Councilmember Pianfetti. Thank you, Your Honor. I, w I wanted to echo uh, Deputy Mayor Kyle's comments, but also um, extend my own appreciation. I think it's shameful that um, this is going on. Um, in our city, um, but I am proud of the efforts that the community has taken to make note of it, that our neighborhood services has stepped up, um, the constant communication that they've had with us as council so that we have an understanding of what is going on, I thought was um, very helpful so that we could communicate back as was needed. Um, but I, I think we do have to make sure that we are continuing to do what is needed um, and that um, as Deputy Mayor Kyle says that um, you know being displaced is not what we want here in the city and that we have to make sure that property owners are taking care of their residents so um, thank you Carrie and your staff and others um, you know I, I know the city manager's office as well has been working very hard to make sure that um, we are making right um, what other people may not have been um, doing the best for our community. So um, thank you. This is a moment that um, I, am, I am proud to be part of this city because we are um, trying to help each other. And um, it started with people saying that this isn't right for how we are living. So um, thank you. I, I know over the holidays you were working very hard to make sure that people were okay. So thank you. Councilmember Fulmer. Yeah, I too want to thank our staff for all of their work. I know this is uh, a huge undertaking. So thank you all for everything you've been doing for our residents. Um, I, I really appreciate it um, to the property owners and, and folks managing this. Um, I'm really disappointed and, and um, we, we have to serve people better than this. Um, and uh, to have let it get to this point is extremely frustrating. Um, so, uh, with that said, just uh, thanks to our neighborhood services. 
Councilmember Gladney. Yeah, no, I'll just echo the comments. Um, I also want to thank our staff who um, have working been working literally around the clock. Um, you know, the, the notifications sometimes we've received um, from them has you know the emails have been at all all hours. Um, so thank you for that, and thank you for the folks in the community who have stepped up as well to be involved in this and trying to help. Um, and as as much as my thank yous are sincere and 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 what have you, I, I guess I'm just um, I'm just shaking my head that this is even needed that we're even at this point because uh, this is something that that shouldn't have happened in the first place. Um, I think I think we. Our staff has responded well to it, um, but it, it should not um, it uh, it should not be occurring. So I hope um, this is wrapped up, and 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 everyone who has been displaced can either go back to their homes um, that and, and have, have heat and and running water, uh, or we can find them uh, someplace else to call home, not just temporary, but someplace that they can. Um, think of as their permanent place of residence and not have to worry um, about some of the basic needs. Anyone else? All right. Clerk, please call the roll. Councilmember Fulmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Inigas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Oh. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes, Councilman passes eight to zero, and um, that reminds me, uh, Councilmember Williams is out because of a death in his family, so people are aware why he's not here. Madam Mayor, I move that we consolidate Council Bill number 2023-006 and Council Bill number 2023-007. Second. All those in favor of consolidation signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Please call both bills. Council Bill number 2023-006, a resolution accepting a bid and authorizing the city manager to execute an agreement for the Garden Hill Street Lighting Improvements Project. Council Bill number 2023-007, a resolution authorizing the city manager to execute a professional services agreement with Clark D. Deets, Inc. to provide construction engineering services for the Garden Hill Street Lighting Improvements Project. The purpose of these council bills is to authorize actions related to the construction of the Garden Hill Street Lighting Improvements Project. Specifically, the council bills authorize following actions, accepting a bid and authorizing the city manager to execute a contract in the amount of $4,372,926.50 with Champagne Signal and Lighting, a division of Champagne Asphalt Company, LLC, CSL, of Urbana, for the construction of the Garden Hill Street Lighting Improvements Project, authorizing an incentive payment to CSL in an amount not to exceed $109,323.16 if they meet the minority subcontracting and minority employee participation requirements in the contract and authorizing the city manager to execute an engineering services agreement with Clark Dietz, Inc. of Champaign in the amount not to exceed $427,500 for construction engineering services 
on the Garden Hill Street Lighting Improvements Project. And I see that someone from Clark Deeds is here as well. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this issue, please step forward. State your name and city of residence. Please limit your comments to five minutes or less. Samantha Carter. Samantha Carter, uh, Hedgerow Garden Hills. I am just very thankful to be here this night to see this resolution hopefully pass. As you know, for a long time, we struggled with trying to get lighting in our neighborhood, and it is a must have for every neighborhood to be well lit, um, especially in times of crimes being committed. Um, I'm thankful, very thankful that we will soon be getting lightened. Um, I was wondering if you guys um, could also share with the public what street lights will be going in first or however um, that will be done. Um, I think we would really appreciate that to know. Thank you. Thank you. Is there any other public comment? Are there any uh, council comments? Do we want, I don't know if um, you're able to give us a little bit more detail about the project. Thanks, Chris. Um, so the project, I believe, starts in the northern half of Garden Hills, and then we'll move to the southern half. Um, However, we have a, we'll have a meeting with a contractor here after the bid is approved, and they submit contract documents. We'll get a schedule from them, and then we can have more information on exactly what's going to happen. But a lot of the initial work is going to be underground stuff that people can't really see out of the ground. We order the street lights, and then the street lights will come in probably sometime in the summer, and then you'll start seeing lights appear. Um, so right now there's not a whole lot more to share on that. There's more to come, but we will definitely can reach out through the same avenues we've been using during the design process to the neighborhood to give them more information as we learn more working with the contract. Thank you. All right. Councilmember Kyle's. You Deputy know, Mayor Kyle. Sorry I, about that. I was gonna just let it go and not but I think that <laughs> it it is you know when, when we have challenges and we have issues, man, we man, we, we like the stage up. We got you got we clicking with the emails and you got pre-audience participation. Uh, but one of the things that I, I notice when there are some great things that are going on and they happen, you know, sometimes that work is just like, well, we, we, we got there, we did it, or we're going to, you know, take the bid. But I think it's, you know, in, in a time where you hear a lot of bad news and it's a lot of, it's a lot of things that we could focus on, um, I think that this is a bright light. Well, no pun intended. But... An opportunity not to say that the just sometimes when the work just because the work isn't done we don't really celebrate to the final product and and I'm guilty of that like let me see the final product and then I'll celebrate well in this situation and even the, in the past council bills I'm gonna take the opportunity to thank the community to thank the staff and thank the council because this is something that's came up a lot of times and just not say that we finish but just take a time to say hey you know what Great step moving forward. So I'll be supporting this as well. Anyone else? Ditto. <laughs> Please call the roll. Councilmember Fulmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Inigas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? 
Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council bill passes eight to zero. Please call the next bill. Council bill number 2023-008, a resolution approving a letter of understanding with the Illinois Department of Transportation for the Illinois Route 10 bridge replacement. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to authorize city manager to execute a letter of understanding with the Illinois Department of Transportation for the replacement of the bridge over the Copper Slough on Illinois Route 10, which is Springfield Avenue. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Council comment? Please call the roll. Councilmember Fulmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Enigas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council bill passes 8 to 0. Please call the last bill. Council bill number 2023-009, a resolution approving the purchase of temporary employment services. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to authorize the city manager to enter into an agreement with Spirion Staffing LLC for temporary employment services in an amount not to exceed $24,586. Are there any technical questions? I actually have one, and it was probably in here and I missed it. But in the event that we want to hire the person that's currently in here is there a buyout with Spirion and have we thought about any of that uh your honor that's um so I, I think there's maybe two different scenarios and w one of them might involve that kind of a clause i think um that would be in a case where we would simply hire the person directly away um, um from the temporary agency in which case, my understanding is there is a, a buyout. I don't have the details of that uh, in front of me, but the plan is to conduct a, a public recruitment um, and launch that within the next couple of weeks. Um, it very well could be uh, the person who's uh, sitting in the seat temporarily, uh, but that'll be part of a competitive hiring process at this point. I, okay, right, and I understand that, but the competitive process doesn't doesn't change the fact that there may be a piece of a Spirion contract depending on what happens with the competitive process. If we were to hire that person, then there's another, there may be additional costs that for, the, so, for Spirion. So yes, except that it wouldn't be under this. So the, this is really a contract for temporary employment services. If there is an extraordinary cost related to us hiring an employee, it's not the same. It's not the purchase. Does that make okay. sense? Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Council comment? Please call the roll. Councilmember Fulmer. Yes. Gladney. Yes. Enigas. Yes. Kyles. Yes. Pianfetti. Yes. Beck. Yes. Bruno. Yes. Mayor Finan. Yes. Council bill passes eight to zero. We are now at the point of our meeting for audience participation. If you wish to address the council, please step forward, state your name and city of residence. Please limit your comments to five minutes or less. Samantha Carter, um, Garden Hills, Champaign, Illinois. I am also um, District 6 
Champaign County Board Representative. Hi, my name is Samantha Carter, and I've been a resident of Garden Hill since 2013. Um, I come before you tonight very concerned about my neighborhood, uh, my community safety when calling Metcalf for services. I'm a single parent raising two sons. 2019, 2020, and 2021 were the worst years ever spent in Garden Hills. I know I've seek service from the police majority of the weekends during that three-year span. Due to COVID, my kids experienced a lot of violence that happened in Garden Hills because of the school closures. Some of those experiences I've shared with city staff. We've witnessed horrific fights and gun violence, lots of gun violence. This past summer, I had the opportunity of speaking with constituents in my district while I was working the Modified Sleep Program. My job was to explain the importance of installing video doorbells and lightning and lights in hopes of making our neighborhood safer. Residents were very appreciative of the program and often shared concerns that's plaguing our neighborhood. More than work once, I heard the complaints of MedCat service. One lady expressed how she repeatedly made calls concerning a, an abandoned home that teens were playing at or partying at on Holly Hill. Weeks later, a young man's life was taken. There was another lady that expressed that one night in the midst of watching her son be beat down, she was hung up on by Metcalf. For the most part, I've tried to be nice, but majority of the time dispatch will be quite comfortable letting me know that Champaign police are understaffed. They will get an officer out when they can. Or I didn't have to keep calling because they're busy. We've had several parties this summer where neighbors were up way past four and five o'clock in the morning because of the time police responded to the crowd. I, for a fact, called at 10 and 11 o'clock knowing that there were city ordinances about loud music. But still, an hour, hour and a half, police respond. By that time, the crowd has grown to over 100 young people blasting music and dancing in the streets. Many residents in Garden Hills have bullet holes in their homes. One neighbor this summer showed me a bullet that penetrated her furnace that stopped the cooling system from working this summer because of the gun violence in Garden Hills. In 2020, I watched banks, hospitals, schools, scream in support of Back the Blue, but none showing the support for the gun violence victims in our community. When officers responded to calls in Garden Hills, they rarely got out of their cars. When you call Metcalf back to tell them officers didn't make contact, dispatch response, officers aren't going to wait around to see if something happens. I'm sick of the pure disrespect and lack of empathy these people show I asked one time, was there anyone else I can call in my time of need? <sighs> the lack of empathy being shown while we're experiencing hearing guns that should be on the battlefield. I try to protect my kids and get them in a safe place in our home. City Council, I'm asking. I want to see the disparities 
of the response times in our community when it pertains to Garden Hills. I want to know, how long did it take from the first call to the time that it was responded? I want to see from 2019 to the present. First responders, I want to see the first responders, uh, I want to see the response times that first responders respond to shots fired and noise ordinance complaint calls. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else who wishes to address the council? Okay, seeing none, council comments? City manager, do you have anything? Just a reminder, Your Honor, that the administration requests a closed session to discuss collective negotiating matters. Vouchers? Madam Mayor, I move that we approve the vendor payments in the amount of $6,293,653.27. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Madam Mayor, I move that we approve two payrolls, the payroll of December 22nd, 2022, in the amount of $2,085,403.23, and the payroll of January 6th, 2023, in the amount of $2,179,883.40. Second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. We need a motion on closed session. Madam Mayor, I move we move into closed session to discuss matters related to collective negotiation followed by adjournment. Second. We have a motion and a second. Please call the roll. Yes. Gladney? Yes. Enigas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. We are recessed into closed session to be followed by adjournment.